Hello and welcome to the Pro Football Network Miami Dolphins podcast. I'm your host, Matt Infante, joined as always by Adam H. Beasley. And Adam, uh, the Dolphins destroyed the Commanders on Sunday, as we expected, as you expected, uh, to improve to 9-3 and three for the first time since 2001, which was the year after their last playoff win. They would not win a playoff game that year. Um, but Adam, where were you in December of 2001? Oh, okay. Well, uh, old already. So that's the answer. I was into my career <laughs> already looking to for my second full-time job because I had had enough of living in West Texas, which is where I spent the first six, seven years of my post-graduation life. Um, and I was about to get a job in uh, Northern Virginia, move back to the Mid-Atlantic. So, uh, oh, that's the answer. You were probably like six at that point, right? No, I, I was a senior in high school. Oh, all right. I was a senior in high school. Um, you know what's crazy, sir? There are members of our staff that were not alive then. I know. I know. We were talking about this, and our fantasy football director, Kyle Yates, was like, I was eight. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Um, yeah, I mean, we had to explain to some of these people, like, you know, who some of the luminaries of the early 2000s were, because simply they just either weren't alive or can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but before I, I feel too old, let's talk about, you know, the future and what's to come. And, and I want to, you know, we can talk about what the Dolphins did to the commanders, which is illegal in many states, I believe, with, with how that was. Um, but I, I think really what it means for the AFC, for the Dolphins. And, and let me ask you this question before we get into the playoffs. I just want to ask you a generic question. Are the Dolphins the best team in the AFC? Yeah. This doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get the one seed. We'll talk about that. But you think they're right now they're the best team in the AFC? Yes. See, okay, that's. Yeah, I'm sure. glad you you answered like that. Um, sure. It's interesting, right? It's, to me, it's between the Ravens and Dolphins, and sure. they're going to play. You know, lovely and New Year's Eve, um, and we'll get an answer there. But when you look at what they do, there's only two teams in the AFC that are in the top seven in most major offense and defensive categories and it's the dolphins and ravens mm-hmm. for the dolphins they have a better offense than the ravens in these metrics epa per play on offense yards per play yards per game um the the ravens have a better they come up better on those defensive metrics which is you know epa per play on defense yards per play allowed yards per game allowed so it's really you know um and then the chiefs and jaguars both fall the jaguars are in the teens for a lot of these ratings and and that will get worse if Trevor Lawrence's injury is is prolonged and he's out a while. The Chiefs, I don't know what to make of them. Um, do you, after falling at, you know, the, to Jordan Love, where do you put the Chiefs in this? Are, are you worried about the Chiefs if the Dolphins have to, you know, host the Chiefs in a playoff game? Is that a concern? Uh, I mean, they can lose to any of these teams, so yeah, there won't be like it won't be like we're experiencing now, which every week you're not worried because they're gonna. They're going to blow the doors off the Titans like they blew the doors off the Commanders, like they blew the doors off the Jets. It's, it's what's what we're going to see this week is going to be very familiar. Um, and then we're going to get a much better feel for what this team truly, truly is. Because I think those losses they had early in the season, certainly the Bills loss you mentioned, was their worst showing by far of the year. Uh, you lose by four scores. It's a bad, bad day. Um did not have Jalen Ramsey in that game, uh, right? And that defense was still figuring out what uh, Vic Fangio wanted them to do. So I don't throw out that result because 
look, they're going to have to overcome those demons in week 18 potentially to get that one seed. So you can't just, yeah, that game didn't count. Obviously, the Dolphins are a much different team than now than they were then. Uh, you mentioned all those metrics. Uh, since week eight, and that's when Jalen Ramsey was inserted in the lineup, number one, number one defense in EPA per play, number one defense in uh, dropback EPA. Um, their scoring average has just gotten so much, much better. Uh, they are a different, better team. However, I mean, last week was fantastic, but over that same time period, the offense was not as good, right? There, the offense has not been as good in the last five games as it was in its first seven, or whatever, whatever the, whichever way you want to break it down. The offense has kind of fallen off a bit. Still, the top ten offense. Let's not kid ourselves. This is still an offense that you know ninety percent of the league would love to have. Um, but yeah, it's it's not quite the same. Um, you know, the, the Ravens have just kind of been chugging along, right? I mean, they haven't had these huge peaks and valleys. And you go look at their schedule. Um, they don't have any bad losses, right? Um, I mean, they have some really good wins too. They completely annihilated the Lions. Uh, that's that is one of the more impressive wins of the year. I think that's just as impressive as seventy to twenty. Like, I think that's a really, really good win for the Ravens. Um, and and so it's a coin flip, and that's why I don't have a ton of conviction. I will say this though: I think the Dolphins, and I wrote this, are the more complete team. I think they are the team from one to 53 that has the better roster that has the better team. And that when they play to their potential would win that game. My concern is they still do those things. I mean, last week was a clean game for them. First time in a long time, no turnovers uh, Tua played much, much better. Um, good. Let's build on that because if you give that Ravens defense uh, two turnovers, you're probably going to lose that game. And so to me, that's the concern. I think the Dolphins, I think if both teams play their A game, the Dolphins win because they're a better team. I think uh, with the Dolphins tendency to kind of, you know, screw up for lack of a better term in those big showcase games, that's why I can't say for sure that they're the better team, but they are the more complete team, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And it's interesting. I feel like the Ravens go overlooked nationally for, for whatever reason but would you be surprised if i told you that their points per game differential is actually higher than the dolphins no I because i wrote the exact same stat there you go okay well maybe <laughs> the listeners are surprised if they didn't read your 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 piece but I, so i think it's interesting we'll get to that point you know in week 17 when we get there and and um it'll be a great measuring stick i mean week 16 right christmas eve against the cowboys will be that first measuring stick um, Who's better? But, Here's a fun question. Who's better, the Cowboys or the Ravens? Don't the Cowboys suffer from the same thing the Dolphins suffer from, which is no marquee wins? Isn't that kind of their their thing right there? I know they lost to the Eagles. I don't, I'm not a Cowboys schedule expert, but I don't think they've beaten any teams that are um, exceptionally good as as well. So, I, I mean, someone compared the the Dolphins as, as the AFC Cowboys. So mm-hmm. are, I think are, are, I, they, I, are they mirrors? And I think that's fair. I think that's a fair comparison until they prove otherwise. But that's really good. That's a good Superman meme to have, right? I mean, that's really, really good. If you know you're arguably the the second best team in the conference, which is probably first or seconds where the Dolphins are, that's a great place to live. And that's certainly what the Cowboys are. I think uh, it's the Niners and the Cowboys. We saw the Eagles get exposed in Week 13, and and it's not a one-time deal at defenses, I think has given up 76 points in the last two weeks. 
Um, and now they have the Cowboys who are flying high. I mean, that, that offense is really clicking. Dak Prescott is a legitimate MVP candidate. Um, yeah, I, I think there are a lot of similarities and I think there could be a, the Dolphins could do a lot, could do a lot worse than be compared to that team. So, uh, are those championship teams? We're going to find out. And I think that the pieces are there for both. Um, I think the, Dol- the Dolphins and the Cowboys both have very talented defenses and I think they both have explosive offenses and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to watch because neither of those teams have ever done anything right. I think Dak Prescott, how many playoff wins does he have? Maybe one in his career. Um, it's not like, you know, he has this bank of, uh, of, of experience to draw from when he gets to the postseason. Two has never been to the playoffs. Their appearance last year, he was obviously hurt. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that comparison is fair, um, but I don't think it's pejorative. I think it's just the reality. Yeah, and I think what's fascinating about this year is this this final five weeks, so many of the, the best teams in each conference play each other. And even cross conference, right? Because the Ravens play the Niners, Dolphins play the Cowboys, the, the Ravens and Jaguars still play Dolphins, and Ravens still play. So there's going to be um, a, a lot of teams kind of battling here for, for the top three seeds in, in each conference, um, making some of these late season games very interesting, and a lot of playoff scenarios very interesting in both conferences. We'll obviously just focus on the AFC here. You tweeted a very interesting scenario this week um, where the Dolphins could actually wrap up the AFC's top seed before week 18 against the Bills, where that game could mean nothing for the Dolphins. They could already have the one seed locked up. And it seems crazy. But then when I actually read your tweet, I was like, this could happen. It's the right. The, the Bills beating the um, Chiefs this week. It's the Ravens beating the Jaguars in week 15 next week and the Dolphins winning the next four. And probably that's probably the part that is probably the the more um at least unlikely, like, right? That yeah, winning yeah, the next yeah, right? four means the Dolphins win at home against the Cowboys and then go into Baltimore and win. But it's certainly an interesting scenario that it probably isn't being talked about enough that, you know, they control their own destiny, but they might not, might not even need week 18. Right. And, and, and it opens so many, I mean, this is the fun time of the year because we know that offense are making the playoffs. We know they're going to win the division. Um, we don't know if they're going to get the first round by, but I mean, it, I have a pretty strong sense that they're going to be at worst, the three seed. I don't see them particularly with the, you mentioned the Jaguars issues falling before. And, and honestly, I think the chiefs might be in a bit of trouble right now. I think um, that offense is in bad, bad, bad shape and would not at all surprise me if Buffalo went in there and handed them a second straight loss at Arrowhead. That would not surprise me in the slightest. Um, I think of that group, but here's the other X factor here, Matt, is that you see the Ravens schedule down the stretch? Holy moly. It is, I, 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 it's the hardest, I believe. And I don't think it's particularly close. Like, so yeah, you, you could get, I mean, it's crazy to say, but you get to a, a scenario in which you put some dirt on the Ravens in week eight, uh, 17, right? You, you guarantee them, um, the, you know, being in the four seed because they're, you know, they've got just so many tough games coming up. Um, but no, I, I, you know, I do think it's crazy for us. Uh, you know, I've been an observer of the Miami Dolphins for 15 years. You've been a fan even longer to be talking about this, you know, and it kind of shows you how jumbled the AFC is that the Dolphins went into to week 13. I think they were the three seed going into week 13. Um, and they had no control of their own destiny. I think even if they won out, uh, the best they would have been is two. 
they would have they would have jumped the Ravens, I believe, and they would have been twos. The the bet would have been their best case scenario. Um, now it's you know, could they not even have to play their starters against the Bills? Would you yeah. play your starters against the Bills if you already had the one seed wrapped up? You know, certainly you don't want to risk injury, but there's also a pretty long history of teams coasting into the playoffs, getting that week off and being flat as a tire in the divisional round. I don't know if Mike McDaniel wants to do that either. Yeah, I mean, we'll save this for the the New Year's Day pod, but um, certainly I, I think there, there's a case to be made to play the starters some, right, if that was the situation. Um, yeah, I mean, but, but I know what you're thinking, right? People are probably saying, well, what are the odds the Dolphins are going to win four in a row, right? They've already won three in a row. So are they really going to put together the seven game win streak um, that includes some tough games towards the end of it to, 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 to wrap up, you know, week 18. So I started playing around with our PFN playoff uh, predictor where we can test, you know, various simulations. And I, I, you know, I said, okay, what if the Dolphins falter on Christmas Eve? Okay. They lose to the Cowboys. What does it look like for them to get the top seed? And, and really, it's just a matter of winning their other four games, so they have to knock off the Bills and Ravens, and then you would need one Chiefs loss. And that can be the Bills, it can be to anyone. The Chiefs schedule is, I mean, the Chiefs have warts, but they also have an easy schedule besides the Bills, because they have the Bengals, Patriots, Raiders, Chargers. So you need them to lose one game, and then you can still get the AFC's top seed by winning all of your remaining games for the Dolphins, except for the Cowboy game. It just shows um, the value of winning conference games too. Like Exactly, exactly. If, if the Dolphins beat the Cowboys and lose to the Ravens, things get a little dicier for the top seed um, because you need that one more Chiefs loss. You also need the Ravens to lose one of their remaining games and the Jaguars to lose one of their remaining games. The Jaguars could fall to the Ravens, for example. That would make the easy one. And the Ravens fall to the Niners. So it is possible, but... You really, that Raven game is the one you have circled in your calendar is the, the one you don't want to drop. If you have to drop a New Year's Eve or a Christmas Eve game, obviously you'd rather fall in the uh, the, the non-conference game. Are the, are the Jags done with the Texans? The Jags have, I have it here. Because they uh, are. They have the Browns. They have the Ravens, Browns, Panthers, Titans, Bucks. I'm sorry, say that again? Ravens and Browns. And then they have the Panthers, Titans, and Bucks in some order. It's not necessarily that order, but yeah, that's not great. Now they might not have Trevor Lawrence for an extended period. We don't know. Uh, yeah, certainly like, they could. If they don't like, have him this week, they could fall to the Browns, and then there's your one Jaguars loss, and you can right. kind of, you know. I think what we're all just doing is, in different ways, saying the AFC kind of stinks, right? <laughs> that there's no dominant team, and that if there's ever a year for the Dolphins to get hot get the one seed, you know, host throughout the playoffs, have, have teams come by the way, where the Dolphins have won 17 of their last 19 games. Um, you can start thinking about, you know, telling your family that you're going to Vegas. Like seriously. I mean, we, we, we could, you, you don't have to squint very hard to see that scenario. And uh, it boggles my mind that people are undervaluing the Dolphins at this point. Um I think they're so hung up on the fact that they have not beaten one of these, these glamor teams that they've failed to realize that in their nine wins, I think they've won by an average of a hundred and six, a total of 167 points. Like they're not winning games. They're bludgeoning teams, like completely, completely un, unbridling them. Um, and so that has to count for something as well. And I 
don't think, look, you can ask me if I'm going to take the Dolphins against the Niners in the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't like that at all. You know, that's not something that makes me real optimistic. But the Niners did lose to the Vikings. Like, so each, it's funny, each of these teams have bad losses, except for one team, and that's the Dolphins. Well, I will say. They don't have that bad loss. I will say this, though. The Niners just took what we all thought was the best team in the National Football League and completely destroyed them in their home. Okay. Um, Everybody can lose to teams, but when you have that body of, you know, that, that data point, and you look at their metrics, I mean, their offense is better than the Dolphins' offense right now. Their defense is always very good. I mean, that's one thing they don't do is come from behind, right? They, they That's one thing they can't do that I think the Dolphins could do is rally. Um, but you don't need to be able to rally when you're just absolutely destroying teams from the opening kick. So um, if, 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 we're, if we're breaking down Super Bowl previews, I'm not nearly as optimistic. But you, yeah, I, I, I think at this point, this is going to sound crazy. I think anything but a conference championship game appearance is a disappointment for this Dolphins team. I think that uh, they are just as good, if not better, than every single team in the AFC, and they just need to go out and win the games that they're supposed to win. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I think the point you said about not having to squint too hard to see the Dolphins, you know, in Las Vegas, I'd imagine in Baltimore, similar conversation, because Mm -hmm. I think they see this as their window as well um, right now. So, which makes a New Year's Eve game even more intriguing. Um, you, you mentioned the Niners. It's interesting. They would be the team I would least want to see if it was a Super Bowl matchup. I'd rather face the Eagles. Um, but that got me thinking, as I mean, you you kind of mentioned to me as well. Who would you rather face in round one if you're the Dolphins, right? And you're sitting here and you did not get the top seed because there are a lot of scenarios where they, they won't get the top seed. But let's say they end up number two or three. Um, there's a long list of of Seven and five and six and six teams all jumbled up there in the AFC. Uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Indy, Houston, right? Seven and five. Denver, Cincinnati, Buffalo, six and six. Buffalo. And Buffalo. and you can't even discount the five and seven Chargers, to be honest. You can't. Well, uh, I think you can because they're a head coach, but fine. Okay, we, we'll, we'll leave them in there for now until they implode at some point. Um, I mean, they have, they have okay, I'm, I'm looking at the ESPN projections, The their FPI, I guess it is. Yes. Um, and I'm going to run through these odds to make the postseason. Dolphins, 99.5. Ravens, 99. Chiefs, 98. Jags, 94.9. Texans, and this is, here's where it starts to get interesting. Texans are 69.6. Browns, 66.7. I think that's overvalued because I their quarterback situation is their quarterback situation. Uh, Pittsburgh, 55.6. Indy, 55.5. Then there's another drop-off. Buffalo, 21. Uh, Chargers 14-6, Broncos uh, 12-5, and the Bengals 12.4. So even the Bengals still have like a one in eight chance to make the postseason. I, I don't know how much, you know, the, the methodology behind this, how much they factor that in. Um, but yeah, no, I, of that group, what's, what, what's ranked them? Which ones we would most like to see? Number one for you is what? Most like to see in round one. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude. Give me Pittsburgh. Uh, I would say Denver because they've already beaten them by 50. I, you know, something makes me uneasy about the 50-point the beating and the whole revenge thing and, and karma. And although the Dolphins did the right thing by not kicking that field goal, so maybe that, you know, the football gods give them some grace there. But 
Yeah. So I, I, you took who? Cleveland or Pittsburgh? You took Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. I think that's perfectly fair. I think Pittsburgh and Cleveland are the same team. They have a, a dynamite edge rusher that keeps them in games, and they have a god awful offense. I think they're they are mirror images, and those teams hate each other. So it's funny that they're the identical team. So I think you can make them two A two B in my book, and you can probably make them one A one A one B in yours. Uh, who would you want third? Probably Denver there. Yeah. You know what? You know who's kind of a sneaky, concerning team? The Colts. Cincinnati. Oh, okay. I was going to say Cincinnati after what I just saw them do. Well, yeah. No, that that that, that was interesting. Um, not as concerned about the, you know, longevity of Jake Browning as you are, perhaps. I don't know if that's something that's particularly sustainable. Um, but they have weapons – um, the defense is feisty. I don't think it's particularly good this year though. Right. I mean, it's not the same defense as we saw the last two years. Maybe they get hot in December, but they have some injuries as well at the cornerback position. Um, you know, I, I, I would not, I would have a fair, a high degree of confidence than playing the Bengals. Uh, in, tell in the- me why Houston, I mean, why Indy, why Indy? That's what you had said. I just think their, their offense is a lot better than people are giving them credit for. I think they're top 10 in EPA per play. I don't know a ton about their defense. That's probably not particularly stout, but it's good enough to keep them in games. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, if he comes back, he's kind of a horse. And, you know, the, every year there's just one weird team that you don't think can do something, and maybe they they win a game or two. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm not – I maybe it's just the unknown, too. Like, how many Colts games have you watched? I have not watched a single down. I think not many, year. not many. Yeah. Um, so um, have they been on national TV? I, I can't remember them on a Thursday night game. I, I, can't, I can't, I can't remember seeing that team. Hmm. So maybe it's just the mystery for me. Maybe that's, that's why, but it could be. Uh, and you're right about the defense, by the way, 13th in EPA per play. That, yeah. that That's a nice, you know, above average unit there ranked ahead of the bills for example ranked ahead of the patriots defense which for all the patriots faults patriots defense is good Mm -hmm. um so yeah certainly it's a unit i suppose that um you know it's gonna travel a a bit in the playoffs there um the thing that worries me about the colts would be i I don't trust their quarterback okay i I don't um again he, he could also he's the kind of guy he has he could have a huge game right or he could turn it over four times and and be the reason. And against Miami secondary, um, I wouldn't be too concerned there. All right. So let's assume the Jaguars uh, win the division, even with their injury issues. So uh, that leaves what uh, the Chargers, which you've already dismissed out of hand. I think they're, they're just because of what their upside is on offense, even though it's broken, just because their ability to score, you know, points with that quarterback, if he gets hot and throws the ball down the field, I'm always gonna be a little bit worried, but my God, that defense is bad. I mean, it's not good at all. Although they just, you know, shut out an NFL team, an NFL uh, team. I mean, a legend NFL team. As I do air quotes here on on camera, yeah. um, that helped their statistical rankings for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 not super worried about them. To be honest, it's it's Houston and Buffalo, right? Those yeah. are the two. Those yep. are the two teams you do not want to see in a wild card round. Am I am I right? A hundred percent. Um, Houston's been fun to watch. You know. From, from afar, I want no part of them in, in the first round. But I, I mentioned this to you before we started talking. The team I absolutely want no part of it would be Buffalo. And I know th- there's a subset of, of Dolphins fans on, on social media 
that want to write off the bills. Um, I, I, I refuse that's, to dude, do it because that, that, that's wishful thinking. That's right. all that is. We know how good they can be if they don't turn on offense, at least if they don't turn the ball over. And and I want no part of that in round one. Not to mention back to back weeks, right? Having to play the Bills week eighteen and then a wild card weekend. I no. That, okay, so, that, so I, I would be uncomfortable. So uh, the website that does EPA per play um, has their team tiers, and they do like the diagonal X Y axis, and yep. they they tell you who's where. And between you know cumulative EPA of offense and defense, uh, the Bills are closer to the Dolphins than the Dolphins are to the Niners. And that should tell you all you need to know, right? And that's, the Bills are closer than the Chiefs are, as as well. Yep, and that's why and the I, I think, and I, I think you told me you wouldn't be surprised if, if they go in an airhead and win. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so what would you do then? Like, okay, here's the here's the fun one. You're 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 locked into the two seed. Would you play hard in week 18, risk your starters to make sure you don't have to beat the Bills in an elimination game? That's the that's the fun one. That's a good question. Um, I thought you were going to say, would you well, – no, okay, no, right. So if they're locked into the two, they're locked into the two, I, I, w- I would play. I would play hard. I would play the whole game. I, I would, you know, play it off to the media as we're just, you know, making sure we're ready for wild card weekend. We're not going to, you know um, – you know, rest our starters to come out flat and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I would play to win. That's also a competitive thing, right? A, a, a competitive balance kind of thing where doing the right thing for the league by not rolling over for a team. Oh, I don't give a crap about that. I don't care about that one bit. Like seriously, no, the league doesn't care about you. Why should you care about them? Right? I mean, every single one of those teams would put dirt on you if it means they got to get one step closer to the Super Bowl. So, okay. I, I'm I just didn't. saying McDaniel could, if he's asked about why he's playing the starters, that could be something he he goes with as well. He lies about. <laughs> yeah, right. He lies about. I mean, what's he going to say? We don't want to play the Bills next week, so we're going to go knock him out now. Yeah, uh, but I mean, right. that's right. I would. I would. How how upset would your stomach be if they lose that Week 18 game? I would be very nervous. That's the only team in in Round One that the Dolphins could could face that I'd legitimately be be concerned about. I'm almost half expecting a loss, to be honest, is because of how I'm wired as a lifelong Dolphin fan. Just expecting the worst in that case. Well, I mean, they've owned, aside from a handful of games, they've owned the Dolphins over the last 10 years. Absolutely yep. owned them. Um, and uh, they bludgeoned them. When was that? Week three, week four, whatever that was. Yep. Um, it was week four. It, it was right after the 70-point explosion. Correct. Uh, what, a, what a correction there. <laughs> I, I think you would have a a shook team if if they tried hard and their first loss in a year and a half, or I guess well not a year and a half, they did lose on Christmas Day last year, but you know third loss in twenty three games or whatever it is at Hard Rock was the team that is your daddy. I mean, has been your daddy for a long time, and now you got to go beat your daddy to get to the divisional round of playoffs. That's, I mean, you, you'll learn a lot about the character of this team for sure. Probably not your easiest path to the Super Bowl, though. It's not really what you'd want to do if your end game is the hoist of Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, no. You don't want to go Bills, Jaguars, Ravens, or Bills, Chiefs, Ravens to get to Vegas. That that would be a, that, that that's a tough run. Well, I, I would I would also say that the Bills would be at worst the second hardest team of that run. Yeah, like I yeah. I would like their divisional round matchups better than their first round matchups. If that's the case, I would. 
We have one thing we have not seen though, Infante, is we have not seen this defense go up against Josh Allen with Jalen Ramsey. And right. you know, if you know, Steph Diggs certainly had a field day against Cater Kohu, that ain't gonna happen again, right? That's not gonna be the matchup that that we're gonna see in week 18, assuming that offense play. Um, so you know, that that changes the dynamic for sure. Uh but it just doesn't matter who the Dolphins have on defense, who's calling the plays on defense. Josh Allen seems to roast those guys. And he even had a solid, not a great game, but he had a solid game um, in the one that the Dolphins lost down here. Um, I think he had, a, you know, I think he made two boneheaded plays, which is how they usually lose. He made two plays, including one, like he couldn't get a playoff on fourth down, I think, or no, the time yeah. was running out in the, in the first half that cost them points. And that was a difference to the game or that wouldn't have, I can't remember the specifics, but that, that I vaguely remember just a stupid Josh Allen play, not a turnover, but just a mistake uh, that was consequential in that game. So even the one, the Dolphins have, is that the only time the Dolphins have beaten the bills since the Christmas Eve game in 2016? Is that the only time? I mean, it feels like it's been forever. I can't remember any other wins the Dolphins have had against Buffalo in that stretch. Let me I'm happy see. to look up things that I should have looked up before the show. Yeah, no, but I have here. So uh, 2018, they won 21-17 at, at home. It was a December game. Do you remember that game at all? I do not. 2018. So that was... It was the end of the Adam Gase era. Yes, it was. Ryan Tannehill had three touchdown passes, but 137 yards passing. That's interesting. And yeah, uh, Josh Allen had two turnovers. Shocking. I, well, I don't remember this game at all. He also rushed for 135 yards to Josh Allen. That's not a surprise. No, it's not. But I do not remember this game. Uh, the Dolphins trailed in the fourth quarter. Kenny Stills had a 13-yard touchdown pass from Tannehill. Um, and I th- boy, 2018 was only five years ago, and I can't remember. That was that the last game they won? What, in that season? Mm-hmm. No, no, they were. See, they were six and six there. They would beat the Patriots the following week, and then lost oh, three straight. Now game. I remember. Yeah. yeah, the miracle game. That's what it was. Yep. Yep. And we all thought, hey, maybe uh, they're going to go to the playoffs, and Gase is going to save his job, and all right. that. Right. And then the Vikings trashed him by twenty-five points. The Jaguars beat him, and then they lost in Buffalo, forty-two seventeen. I remember. The Jaguars that were not good that year, if I remember correctly. That was a bad like that, that that's that, that's a fireable loss when your season's on the line you lose to that jaguars team they were four and ten entering that game four yep. and ten yep might have been the end was that doug marone's last year there questions no, I'm still, no he was there a couple more years um okay well, anyway I, I, we there is a history of late season swoons for the miami dolphins but and i we all i, I assume you watched hard knocks last night of course of course uh it to me one of the more revealing things is how much uh, McDaniel leaned into that. Like uh, some coaches will be like, "Get that out of your mind. It was it's not important to us." What happened last year is a totally different situation. Uh, he used that to focus the minds of his team, and that to me was an interesting development. Yeah, no, that, that stuck out right away. It was one of the opening scenes there. He he brought up the whole December thing and. Funny, because when you think back to last year, the December losses kind of get jumbled up with Tua's injuries, but mm-hmm. he was there in December. He he was healthy until, you know, the Green Bay game where he may have played concussed. But yeah, 
Not um, made up. He, he was did. healthy yeah. playing. Yeah, the team acknowledges that he played concussed. Yeah, he played concussed. Right, right. Uh, right. And, and second half was a different game for him. The first half, so you wonder when yeah. that injury occurred. Um, yeah. But the uh, to me, that stretch is the only other time I've had that concern was a little bit like the stretch that we just went through. Concerned about the offense. Uh, when two, like obviously, when two doesn't play, the, the offense is a dumpster fire. We know that. Uh, but when he does, they're usually very competitive. Um, and and you know that was the idea. What the the Niners and the Chargers got, you know, revealed the blueprint of how you beat them. Although the third game in that five game losing streak, they lit up the Bills. I mean, they they the offense was excellent in that Buffalo game. Yep. In um, the snow. Yeah, they lost. They, they lost in no small part because fans were pelting the Dolphins receivers with snowballs in the end zone. I mean, literally, that was a contributing factor to that loss because I think Tyreek dropped a touchdown, I believe, because he was yep. getting lit up by snowballs. So, again, another reason you want the home field advantage, so you don't have to do that. Um, you can make these guys roast in the sun instead. Um, but yeah, no, there, there, there are reasons that Dolphins fans like you have scar tissue, right? I mean, it's, it's legitimate. It's not, it's, 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 it's not a phobia, man. It's real. It's a real dynamic uh, with this team. Is that relevant to this year's team, Matt? Yeah, I, I guess we're going to find out. Um, I, I like the fact the way McDaniel attacks these things head on, right? He attacked the December thing. I wonder if we'll see a little insight when if week 18 means something for the Dolphins, I'd be curious to see if past games against the Bills comes up, you know, in, in those team meetings, if they, if they show that on hard knocks. Um, but certainly he seems to embrace where they failed in the past. Right. And try to turn that into a positive for them. Yeah. And, and, and it's one of the things I admire about him. I could not imagine Joe Philbin doing the same thing. You no. know, he's all processed one at a time, you know, droll falling asleep as he's talking to you in the meeting room. You do not fall asleep when Mike McDaniel talk, is talking to you. you. You might laugh, but you're not going to fall asleep. Uh, yeah. What what else was has been kind of revealing to you from Hard Knocks as we kind of put a bow on this? Because we don't want to talk about the Tennessee Titans one bit, by the way. Oh, come on. Let's talk about the Titans. No, let's not. Um, no, I, I think the biggest thing for me is kind of how um, the, the relationship between Tua and McDaniel. You hear about it. You know, we, we've heard them talk about their relationship. And then you see clips and like the uh, when they're mic'd up and stuff, but it, it's a bit more revealing to see the way they interact and practice and whatnot. I think that's been interesting. Um, and then also the way you know Tyreek's personality, because um, you know his put his reputation aside. I never really embraced him as as a dolphin beyond just what he does on the field, but you know seeing the way he interacts with his teammates, you know beyond just his production and the way he he carries himself, you know in the team. Uh, I, I think it speaks a lot. That was kind of revealing to me in these first couple episodes. I think that's absolutely right. I kind of wrote about that last night when I did a recap of the show. Uh, to me, uh, it's funny not to reveal confidences, but uh, betray confidences, but there are those that may cover the Miami Dolphins that think the season hasn't as exciting as it should be. Um, that Hard knocks, that is. And my response was NFL Films is kind of working with what they're working with. Biggest drama, obviously, we've had in the last three weeks is the Jalen Phillips injury. I think they did a fantastic job with that. But beyond that, there's no drama. Like, this is a drama-free stretch for them. It could change in two weeks for sure, or it could change on Monday if they lay an egg against the Titans. But 
it's not like you, you're not seeing this conflict that makes a lot of these reality television shows go. The quarterback was excellent because you saw Marcus Mariota's dreams end, right? You, I mean, that was a fantastic access. I'm sure he regrets doing it at this point, but that was incredible access. You saw the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. That was amazing. Uh, and you saw uh, Kirk Cousins come up short in the playoffs yet again. I mean, all these things that are narratives, you saw the access to. There's not really much narrative about them beating the hell out of the commanders, right? There's, it's just, it just isn't. Yeah. Um, so what I think it has shown me, the show has shown me more than anything, is that this team truly is, and we got the sense, I've gotten the sense covering them uh, this year, but it's a bunch of pretty good dudes, man. They're genuinely good people that we, that we cover. Uh, and the stars don't act like it, right? I mean, Tyreek is a showman. There's no doubt about that, but he's not the diva type of wide receivers you're going to see uh, in some other places. I, Steph Diggs would be a totally different ball of wax, I think, if you would yeah. have him mic'd up for, for a season than, than Tyreek Hill. Um, and, and I think it just shows that this is, this is a group that actually likes each other. That like, you know, it's not, and, and they celebrate each other's, you know, success. Um, and they love having fun. I mean, McDaniel was saying, let's go have fun. Now you're, it's a lot easier to have fun when you're about to go beat the hell out of the commanders than it is when, you know, you're, you've got the Cowboys in town, but still, I, I think this is a joyful team. And I think that, I think NFL film has done an excellent job of portraying that because it's what the reality is. Now, again, that could absolutely change. Um, but for a snapshot in time, I think it's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, the other thing that stuck out to me was, was Jalen Ramsey as well, another superstar that doesn't carry himself like a superstar amongst his peers. Um, and how he's been embraced by that team. And they got, we saw him celebrating the Van Ginkle um, interception. And just, they celebrate each other's successes. And, and it, it's, um, you know, it's the kind of team that I hope it's easy to root for is other people who don't care about the Dolphins and maybe they're a fan of an NFC team, an NFC team. So they don't really have anything negative about the Dolphins or a reason to root against them can find the reason to want to root for them because they are very likable. And there are some people that may never like Tua for reasons to remain unknown and never understand why. But I mean, he comes across as genuine and likable human as you can, you know, as we all expected. And a bunch of these guys did as well. And if this keeps up, it's going to be easy team to root for is that, you know, they go into the, the playoff run. Uh, and uh, we have broken down those all those playoff matchups. I think we've covered a lot of ground today, Matthew. You know we what? You, one thing I've missed from you today is none of your, uh, uh, you know, liners, your readers, your ad reads. You got any of those for us today? Because you do such a fantastic job of that. Well, I'm glad you asked because, you know, um, holidays are coming up. Uh, Hanukkah starts this week. Yeah, right. We got Christmas in 19 days. And did you know we have a PFN merch shop? Uh, and if you go to pfnmerch.com, you can get all kinds of team, um, team related, team adjacent products. Mm. Uh, there are a lot of dolphins um, themed shirts, Tua themed shirts, ugly Christmas sweaters, things like that, at the shop. That is pfnmerch.com. There is a, a promo going on too, so when you go there, you can find the promo code, put it in, save some money, and buy some gifts for your uh, football uh, friends and family. Smooth as eggnog, my friend. You are smooth as Thank eggnog. You. Thank you. So let's get out of here with one final bit. The Titans. The Titans. Huh. How much? No, no, no. 
How much do you think the Dolphins win by? That, that, that's all. We don't have to break it down. We don't have to break down Will Levis. I wish it was Tannehill. Just personally, it would have been a better story to have him back Obviously. at Hard Rock. But. Obviously. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons not playing, is that correct? Uh, has he been officially ruled out? I, uh, if not, I, I think it's highly, highly unlikely. Right. And if Derrick Henry does play, it's going to be a diminished Derrick Henry because yep. uh, he is banged up as well. Not great when you're an overmatched team going into a big game against a very talented team without your two best players at full strength. Um, I mean, maybe Levis keeps them, does some crazy things to keep them in the game. I think the higher likely it is he throws a bunch of picks, right? I think this, you know, you, you, you could have some rookie lumps taken this week. Um, Titans defense is, defense is BAD bad. I mean, it's not a good defense. Um, it could, this to me could feel a lot like the Jets game. Like the commanders, you had a sense that, you know, if you made a couple of mistakes, uh, the, you saw in hard knocks, they were concerned about the explosiveness of that offense. Um, not much explosive about the Titans offense. And um, if you're asking me for a prediction. Well, let me say the spread was 13 when I, I looked this morning. Oof. Uh, oof. Yeah, I know it's big. Do the offense cover that? How, how long do the starters play? I think you would see similar to the commandos, right? They'll go into the fourth. Yeah. Um, Although it yeah, is a short week then. So I, would, I, I mean, would, maybe they pull them sooner. I, I don't know. I would love to see Tua go back-to-back games without turning the ball over. That'd be a good step forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, they're. I would probably bet the Dolphins to cover. I think you're, you're looking at something like 34-10 probably is my guess. Yeah, I, I was right around that. I was thinking like a 30... 13 kind of kind of game I, I i would lay the points if i was betting on it um i tend not to bet on on the dolphins because i've been beat you know broken too many times by that but certainly which, um, I, I think that's the play which gotta do is bet against the dolphins every week that way you're a winner win or lose that is no i know a lot of people that bet against their favorite teams really more so just in the playoffs so the exit from the playoffs is is easier to swallow because you want some money um i haven't had to worry about that for a, <laughs> much of my legalized betting life um so i'll i'll think that strategy up this year and 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 see when we get into january i look forward to was it matty i bets at matty i bets no it is at infante bets although that account's been dormant for a while um it'll pick back up for you know college baseball season for you love college baseball you absolutely love college baseball i it's i might start telling I really might. No, you know, if you're looking for something to bet on that isn't as sharp because it's just not as popular, mm-hmm. and so the books don't put that much time into it, that that's the sport. Until they get into the College World Series, then I stop because all of a sudden it's getting all its attention, and the lines are much, much more uh, difficult. So, mm. okay. all right, well, that was a fun talk. Betting I like, advice. For I like doing this. Should we do this again next week? You know what? Let's do that. Let's do that. All right, and we will see you back here next week. Um, all of our Dolphins coverage is on profootballnetwork.com slash Miami hyphen Dolphins. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, what are you waiting for? All right, go ahead and do it. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe as well. And we will see you back here next week on the Pro Football Network Miami Dolphins podcast. <laughs>